Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's get you ready for week seven next on Fantasy Baseball Today in Five. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, May 13th. Spooky. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's get ready for week 7. The schedule is really spread out once again. Two teams have five games, the Reds and the Guardians. 15 teams have six games. 10 teams have seven games. And three teams have eight games. Scott, before we get into your two-start pitchers to stream... Who are some of these fringe options that you have questions about for next week? Yeah, so let's talk about some of these two-star guys, shall we? Noah Syndergaard, in theory, very interesting. He gets the Rangers and the Athletics. You like those matchups. May only end up being one star because the Angels like to insert a sixth starter from time to time, space out Otani specifically. They do have an off day in the middle of the week that makes it so they don't have to. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed and start Cindergard. Luis Severino, his return from Tommy John is mixed results. He gets the Orioles in Baltimore, which is now a very pitcher-friendly park. And the White Sox, who we think of as uh, having a good lineup, but they actually haven't performed that well so far this year. So I like Severino for this week. Miles Michaelis at the Mets, at the Pirates. I think you continue to roll with him. Tyler McGill versus the Cardinals at the Rockies, and he's coming off a disastrous outing, is McGill. I think it was a fluke, though. I, I, I think the underlying skills are still strong, and considering that second matchup is, you know, it's, it's, it's in Coors Field, so that makes it extra scary. But I, I, I think in most cases you're going to want to stick with McGill. Uh, Tony Gonsolin against the Diamondbacks and at Philadelphia. You know, is he going to go deep enough for a win? That's a fair question. But with two starts, I, I think you roll him out there. And uh, let's see, who else here? Ian Anderson at Milwaukee at Miami. I'm, I'm kind of leaving that for points leagues, even though the matchups are halfway decent. He's just the walk to strikeout ratio has been terrible for Ian Anderson so far. I'm going to say no for Chris Flexen at Toronto and at Baltimore. I'm going to say no for Madison Bumgarner at the Dodgers at the Cubs. And I'm going to say no for Alex Wood at Colorado. So, of course, field there and versus the Padres. I think Wood's a pretty good pitcher, but he hasn't looked like it so far this year. And those matchups are awfully tough. All right. Let's take a look at some streamers. Got some two starters, some single start streamers. Who do you have in week seven? Yeah, so, you know, I, I saved the guys. I, I didn't mention the guys who are rostered in less than 80% of the leagues yet. So I'm, I'm going to mention them now. Garrett Whitlock against the Astros, against the Mariners. Not the greatest matchups, but I, I just think he's a, a good pitcher. Again, questions how deep he'll pitch it into games, but with two starts, willing to roll with him. Uh, Jose Arquiti's okay at Boston versus Rangers, but I, I don't think the ratios are going to be good enough for, for categories leagues. Probably just a points league only option for this week. Same for Jamison Tyone. 
who I think has overachieved so far, but at Baltimore versus the White Sox, those matchups are good enough for points leagues. You say Kikuchi versus the Mariners versus the Reds. Pretty good matchups, and you know he's pretty combustible, but his last two starts have been his best two of the year, I'm pretty sure. So hopefully he'll keep it going against those two teams. If you need to go a little deeper, Brad Keller against the White Sox and Twins, Martin Perez against the Angels and, and Astros. Really don't like those matchups, but he's been hot lately. Two extreme ground ball pitchers who can hopefully limit the damage at least. Uh, I don't love them for this week, Keller and Perez, but you may have you may be less risk averse than me. One start options, just a few here. Josh Winder at the Athletics, despite his poor showing Thursday, I think he's really good, and you like that matchup. Uh, Jordan Montgomery at Baltimore, roll with him. Drew Rasmussen against the Tigers. I think they're all good plays for this week. All right, let's move over to the hitter side of things. The best hitter matchups for next week, the White Sox, the Cubs, the Diamondbacks, the Royals, and the Astros. The worst hitter matchups, the Nationals, the Braves, the Padres, the Phillies, and the Tigers. With that being said, Scott, who are some sleeper hitters for week seven? So two interesting names here because they've been sidelined by injuries, and I don't like recommending guys with the red cross next to the name, but Andrew Vaughn out with a hand injury and Manuel Margot out with a hamstring injury. They're both expected back in the lineup Friday. We'll see if it happens. If they return at any point over the weekend, I like them for this week, especially Vaughn, since the White Sox have the best matchups, best matchups of any team. Hunter Renfro's been on a home run binge here recently, so I think he's a good start. Juan Yepes has uh, looked great since being called up, so I think you got to get him in the lineup. Uh, the Cubs... As you mentioned, have the second-best matchup, so I think Ian Happ and Patrick Wisdom are both worth using because of that. Alec Thomas, another recent call-up, this one for the Diamondbacks. He started every game, including against a left-hander, which I mentioned because they have four lefties on the schedule in their eight-game week, the Diamondbacks. But when you look at Alec Thomas in the minors and being a left-handed hitter, you'd think he'd struggle against the lefties. Not so. He actually performed better against them. So I think the matchups are especially favorable for Alec Thomas. And one more name here, Darren Ruff, only 11% rostered. Got off to a really slow start as an everyday player for the Giants. It's been coming around recently, and the Giants open this week at Coors Field for three games. So Darren Ruff, a nice deep sleeper for you. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.